0: Welcome to Puns and Potions. It's your favorite actual play, D&D podcast, powered by Patreon and people like you. And you are all uh, in a book or whatever. Um, <laughs> in the past, it's a mist. Stuff's happening. It's crazy. We're getting lore dumps all over the place. But right now, everybody's getting fighty. Bear uh, just fought uh, Rahadin, who you know is in affiliation with Strahd, was like his trainer as a kid. Some interesting dynamics there. Still around. Uh and the organizer of the exhibition fights uh comes up to Avon after the fight. Uh so a little mishap. Uh actually, you know, you guys are new, not supposed to be on the docket, so kind of screwed all kinds of things up. So. but it's fine. You can just face Petrina and uh the dwarf. He he did all right actually. So yeah. Not half bad. We just don't need to tell anybody that this was not planned. So yeah, you're you're up if you're ready. In the background,
1: there's like a hole in my chest. (laughs) They're like (laughs) healing up right now. Hey, you did all right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just two thumbs up. Okay. So you'll uh, gather around this uh, little ring, whatever I think I described as like 40 foot diameter or so. Not huge, but big enough. And just as a reminder, since it's been some time since we fought, the organizer dude basically told you guys like, don't kill anyone. There's going to be repercussions to that. Just knock them out to win. You can win by... Uh, ringing out, a person, but the crowd usually is like that's lame. So you will win, but it's like eh, for what cost? Uh, and he also said it is a disqualification, uh, for arcane summons or transformations. If we had a druid or something in the party, or like a ranger with a pet, fine. Anyway, you can walk up into the ring, and you will notice uh, a very fancy leather-armored, uh, adorned female dark elf. And she will come into the ring and she looks like she's very much like crowd pleasing, but not in like a showy way. She's like kind of coy within there getting all excited and I'll have you roll initiative.
1: All right. 14 total. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: Let's go. Okay, cool. Awesome. So, uh, get in the ring, uh, the like ref or whatever would the medieval equivalent of that, uh, would, yell fight and she will immediately reach out her hand and she will attempt to cast a spell apparently the spell with the longest description of all time i just need to know what the save is
1: intelligence okay 22 nice
0: okay yeah so uh she reaches out and you see uh these like Uh, dark purple tendrils of magic kind of come off her hand and disappear into the air. And you feel a pressing into your mind, uh, trying to manipulate you in some way, uh, but you shrug it off. She'll probably take like a little bit of a saunter towards you, maybe like 5-10 feet, closing the gap a little bit, but you're probably still about
1: 25 feet distance. Uh, So it's your turn. So much for introductions. How big is the ring? 40 feet across, maybe a little bit more. 40 feet diameter, and we're like,
0: how far away from each other right now? 25, so you're probably like somewhere between 5 and 10 feet from the edge. And she's probably now 15. Okay. If that math lines up.
1: Yep. Yeah, it sure it does.
0: Sure.
1: Yeah, I, I shake it off. I go, so much for introductions. Uh, let's see you handle this. I'll snap my fingers and shatter at third level.
0: Uh, what is the save on that?
1: It's a con 16. Uh, She will fail with a 7. So All she'll right. take the full brunt of shatter. That's it. An 8 and a 4. And then a 4 and a 6. 22? No. The, Twenty-two, yeah. and I'm going to. Can I as a bonus action just pull out my spear, the spear that Bear gave me? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's technically okay. a free action. Yep, so you should you're good. And I'm going to just. Yeah, I think I'm going to just have that ready and close in on the gap a little more. It seems she might have a lot of range type stuff, or stuff that could potentially push me back. So I want to close in the space. Okay.
0: How far are you getting to her? Like what's what's the distance you're keeping? Are you getting right um, up to
1: her? So the spear has a range of twenty feet. Do I need to be like within a certain range of way in order to like properly use it? If you were throwing it, it has what do you say? It's it's twenty slash sixty? Twenty slash
0: sixty. Yeah, so if you're throwing it, you have to be within twenty feet to make a straight roll. And as long as you're within sixty, you can do it, but it's a disadvantage. Cool. Can I just like stabby stab with it though? Yeah, if you're within five feet, cool. You can just use it as a regular handheld weapon. I think it has a two-handed property as well.
1: Then yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna make it like fifteen. How far am I from her right now? Sorry, twenty five. I'm gonna make it fifteen. Now I'm just gonna inch a little closer slowly, with the spear and like a ready stance.
0: She sees you approach, and the spell goes off, like shattering like kind of bending the air in space, and she places both of her hands on her head as the the noise goes off in her area. She will just kind of look up, a little harried, and then one hand off of her face, she'll just snap, and her, her entire visage goes uh, completely invisible.
1: Okay. It is your turn. I'm gonna... Is there any way that I can perceive to try to see where... She would be, like, footsteps in the ground, anything like that? Um, I will... Technically speaking, an invisible creature
0: is impossible to see without the aid of magic or special sense. Okay. Creature's location can be detected by any noise it makes or tracks it leaves. So I will say roll a perception at disadvantage.
1: That's still a 19.
0: I will say you can see the first couple steps from where she was standing to the point where it looks like she's going perpendicular to you. Mm Mm-hmm. She's like she's strafing essentially. Uh, but after the first couple steps, you can't tell where in the circle she remains.
1: Like to the left or to the right of me? Uh it would be on your your left. If I were to Thunderwave and push her back ten feet, mm-hmm. what is the space between me and like the edge of the ring to the right of me? Uh you've got about twenty
0: feet to okay. the ed- No, it would be you moved up to be within five. She was fifteen. Yeah, it's about twenty.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna trust that a 15 foot cube will probably do it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna thunder wave to the right of me and just kind of go, you're not gonna hide from me that easily. And I'm just gonna second level this one. Okay. It's a con 16. Yep. Okay. And sorry, on top of that, let's say that me saying that is unsettling words as well.
0: Okay. So, I'm gonna so roll that. your
1: d8? Four. Uh, roll your damage for thunderwave. Cool, cool, cool. Twelve. And if she fails, she's pushed back ten feet. Uh, as you set off your thunderwave, you see um,
0: uh, her form essentially uh, waver back into place, and you see her feet skittering across the um ground like she's being pushed obviously by the thunderweight uh and she's now within five probably a little bit less than five feet to the ring edge
1: okay i'm gonna use my movement seeing that to get mm-hmm. within 10 feet of her directly like between her me have her between me and the edge of the ring okay gotcha
0: are you doing anything else or are you just moving up to her
1: no that's it yeah Okay, you
0: suddenly... You you see her about 10 feet in front of you, and uh, she looks up at you as you walk closer to her, and you suddenly uh, feel a slash of a blade uh, rake up your back and then stab you right underneath the rib, um, like on your side. Gotcha. 14 points of piercing damage, and I need you to make a charisma saving right throw.
1: 16. So it hurts,
0: but you are not you know, taken over mentally
1: by the surprise. Uh and is your turn. That was from behind me. Correct. Okay. This is gonna be shenanigan. Okay. <laughs> can I <laughs> stab, can I turn around, stab her with the spear is my action. Um yeah, I'm I'm not sensing the shenanigans in this, which is why I'm like asking, to but... <laughs> the point to the point where like I want to can I see her right now? In front of you? Yeah. Yeah. Can I stab it in a way that, like, I stab it into her back? Does that make sense? Like, go around her and stab her in the back, or either, like, take the spear's head and, like, just envelop her and jam it into her back? Something like that. So you're 10 feet from her at this point. Yeah, I want to run up and do that. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, you run up on her mm-hmm. and uh, you feel. <sighs> yeah uh you feel the um blade slip out of you and then it uh slams itself like down into your collarbone like from behind essentially uh that's another 12 points of piercing damage
1: yep i just want to make sure this thing sticks into her okay then i'm going to just for flair back up Use the remaining movement to like maybe get like fifteen feet away from her, and I'll take an attack like whatever attack of opportunity that would entail.
0: So let's resolve this first. You stepped towards her. Are you mm-hmm. stabbing your spear into her or not?
1: Stabbing her spear into her, and then okay. walk- roll that attack. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's seventeen. Uh,
0: you grip on the spear and you go to stab her with it, and the illusion of her that is standing in front of you, uh, the spear just passes straight through.
1: Of course. After that, can I do a quick perception check to see if I see anything? Like if the real form of her is somewhere else? Sure. 19, again? Yeah,
0: she is uh, completely visible uh, behind you and stabbing you. So,
1: okay. Uh, Moving away would be an attack of opportunity again, right? Because she's right next to me.
0: Uh well technically um you are now next to the illusion. So moving again would not provoke an attack of opportunity because what you're standing next to is not real. When you moved up to it is when you took the attack of opportunity because she was behind you. I see.
1: Okay. Can I pretend to have dropped the spear when I took that hit? Well, like after after I swing, Mm -hmm. like I wanna throw the spear down in frustration, as if this isn't working. I don't want to use this anymore. And then I'm just gonna back towards the center of the ring, facing her, okay, so she's
0: probably fifteen twenty feet from the edge, yeah so you would have to pass her if you
1: want to get to the center, oh, so I'm closer to the edge than she is right now, correct, sorry, I'm trying to get the mental mapping of this right that makes it even more confusing by the fact that she was yeah there's two that. of her now <laughs> uh. Da, 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 da. I just want to move away from her a little more in the most optimal way that I'm not like close to a, the edge. Where would that be? I mean, you can get to the side of her. You won't take an entire opportunity, and you'll be about
0: 20 feet away from the
1: edge. I'll get to the side of her. Uh,
0: as you walk up to her, uh, I'll need you to make a wisdom save. Or no, sorry, uh, an intelligence save again.
1: Nat one. Uh, you now,
0: as you oh, walk wait, up to is her. It,
1: it's not a charm, is it?
0: No, this is not a charm. Um, as you walk up to her, you notice that there are now four or five more of her that are circling you. Uh, one of them will stab you, mm-hmm. and you will take six psychic damage.
1: Six?
2: This is some Zelda boss nonsense. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it, it feels yeah. like a it feels like a stab, like right into your other side. There's like four or five.
1: Be specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say five. Okay. Including the one that you knew was there. And there's right now no way to discern which one is the actual physical one or not. Uh, you can make an intelligence or like an investigation check. Sure. 18?
0: Uh, Yeah. The way that they're moving, it looks like the one that was standing there is uh, moving in a very, like, is in an idle animation, for better term, uh, in front of you in a way that is differing than the other four. They all look like they're moving in unison.
1: Okay. I'm gonna lock eyes with that one. Mm-hmm. Like squint my eyes as if I'm trying to discern whether this one is the real one or not. Mm-hmm. And just whisper, got you to myself and shatter at fourth level. You better not fuck me on this Eric. Uh she does succeed. Barely. Okay. Twenty two half to eleven. Did that do anything once I did that? Uh yeah, it looked
0: like the it looked like she did like a similar reaction, like It did damage, and she was affected by it. Um, Not as much as before. Are the others still there? Uh, They are.
1: Okay. Only bonus action I really have is unsettling words. So I'm going to just go ahead and unsettling words on her again. Okay. What's the number on that one? Eight. I'll just look at her and go, You put up a pretty good fight. This trickery doesn't seem very fair, does it? Funny you'd have to resort to such things
0: uh as you say that to her uh she looks like she's recovering from the shatter and her head cocks to the side and she goes it's because i'm trying to make the fight interesting unlike you and she will dash up to you and she will attempt to slash it with her rapier again i would be more excited about this if a rapier did more damage but that's fine literally it's so awful uh Seven points piercing, and then one point psychic, and I need you to make a
1: charisma save. That's like a 26. Okay. You're fine. You take the damage, but it does not uh, press further. And this it's- is, from what I can tell, the real
0: physical form still? Uh, the one you shattered slashed you twice, and then one of the four in the ring around you um, also slashed you.
1: Okay. The one that I shattered ran up to me, though. Correct. I'm going to, after getting hacked and slashed a little bit, I press my hand up to like, like I shove my hand into like her uh, chest or her stomach area, basically. And I say, oh, just you wait. And as a bonus action, I'm going to call that spear back to my hand. Can I do that? Uh, You go to
0: call the spear back to your hand and it does not return to you.
1: What shenanigans? Fine. I get a little flustered at that and then I get frustrated and I'm going to essentially, God damn you, Eric. I'm going <laughs> to thunder wave, uh, at fourth level yeah. just right now. Full send con 16 minus that eight. Uh, that's a, uh, eight minus eight plus one. So one, <laughs> a one. Beautiful. Yeah. I just going to let out like a frustrated scream. 27. You say that become confused for a moment, and then send a thunder wave.
0: She has pushed the 10 feet? 15 feet? 10. 10. Uh, so she, now she's probably about 10 feet from the edge. And she will... I'm, I'm gonna shout from the stand... What the hell are you doing, i
1: all Kick her ass! I'm trying my best! She,
0: she will skid back on her feet and look back up at you and go, I'm waiting. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. 20. Okay. Uh so that does not affect you. However, you are still surprised by two <laughs> two psychic damage as one of the other presences does do a little stab. Uh
1: and then it's your turn. Can I do like a check to see if I know how this works, slash if they need to see like to direct the others? Uh sure. Make an arcana check. 19. Um this is
0: uh, from the Deduction that you could make before, you can kind of assume that this is in your head, like it's a thing that she just kind of set on you, and it's just doing its thing. She's it's not in my taking, head. Ah. she's not taking time to make it do things. She just started the effect, and now it's going,
1: it's running on its own. Gotcha. How's she looking? Bloody. She's looking pretty rough. Yeah. Would you say she's,
0: she's not trying to let it on? Uh, right. But yeah, she's bloody for sure.
1: How, how's look looking? Is he bloodied? yeah for sure (laughs) at least we're both not doing too hot i want to win this earnestly but part of me wants to push her back (laughs) damn it's intense when it's just 1v1 (laughs) i am going to since those things are in my mind it probably wouldn't be best to try to blind or deafen or figure out a way to like disorient the main user because if it's all in my head it's all in my head so i just gotta push through. And I'm going to Unsettling Words again stroll up to her and just kind of like crack my neck muscles a little bit and just go, maybe another time when I have more tricks up my sleeve, we can make this an interesting battle. But that doesn't quite matter right now. And I'm going to run up and Thunder Wave again. So that's a one for the Unsettling Words. Okay. And it's once again a con 16 it succeeds with a 17 that would have been at a third level yeah you still do half damage a four and a seven 13 and then that plus seven is 20 half to 10 four plus seven is 11 you're right so 19 half to nine then you get a seven on the third one it was a seven combined it was a two and a five for the third and fourth roll
2: oh
3: well that makes 18 um yeah
1: Well, nine. (laughs) Sorry. I horribly,
3: horribly failed at math there.
1: Go on. Edit this out. Cut it (laughs) out. Don't tell the world I'm bad at math.
0: The cardinal rule is if somebody has to cut it out, it stays in. So, (laughs) god damn you. You send off the Thunder Wave, uh, and it, it hits her but does not push her. But she will take the brunt of the damage, backwards step about five feet, and then a replicant of her. Basically, a, a, you, you would notice that the four behind her have disappeared. And another version of her, which is as she presented herself at the beginning of the fight, you know, not damaged, not bloodied, basically appears right next to you mm-hmm. and puts a hand up on your cheek, and the illusion will say to you, just like in love, darling, you need to know when to give up. And As she's backward stepping, she'll step outside of the ring.
1: I like fall on one knee after that
0: happens. The illusion after it says that disappears as well. Boo! Half of the crowd is booing and half of the crowd (laughs) that maybe kind of knows her style is cheering. But it is a mixed response. It is
1: loud either way. I just say to like, is she like walking away? Like, or is she still like looking at me? No, she basically backwards stepped looking at you outside of the ring. And when
0: she got outside the ring and dropped the spell, the crowd went off and then she just kind of turned and she's just basically
1: walking off. I'm going to yell out to her. Maybe you could teach me some of that sometime. Make it a
0: fair fight. He will look over her shoulder and say, oh, sweetie, it'll never be a fair fight. (laughs) And the events kind of ensue. The organizer... Uh, basically runs up uh, the standby clerics will basically heal everybody up and get situated I'm and touching as it my is happening... cheek. <laughs> I'm just like huh As that is happening, the uh, vision, and you've seen this happen, it's a little bit weirder because it's like inside the vision that things are changing. So like bits start to shape differently, and you start to realize that as you guys have kind of gone back into the stands and recollected the four of you, um, I can give you a second to speak to each other if you want to.
1: Avalid, were you going for a ring out there? I honestly don't even know, Bear. You were asking her for tips. I could show you some tips if you're feeling like you can't handle combat. I know, I know, I know. And I'm like looking over to see if I see her. I know. Like <laughs> eyeing the crowd, I think Yvonne's a little smitten. <laughs> as you were
0: conversing, you you noticed that the vision in the middle of the exhibition match, uh, the mists have recalled. Oh yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for
2: it. I was gonna, just going to ask, because I'm up in the stands. And so, especially as those two, as the four of us are um, congregating again, I want to see if anybody is like looking at us. Because I've been like eyeing the crowd, like, Right, I'm like, where this something is weird, so I want to see if anybody's like giving us a weird look.
0: Yeah, roll perception check or insight, I guess either one.
2: (laughs) Perception is better, but it doesn't matter because it's a seven.
0: Okay, (laughs) no, nothing stands out to you like anybody's like really paying attention. They're mostly just in their off and their little bubbles of people. But yeah, the the vision uh, collects, and you notice that two figures are forming out of the mist, and they're already in the middle of a fight. You see. Sergey and Strahd locked into their exhibition match.
1: Bear, Specifically, bear. It, all like with, like, bear, it all starts with like
0: it all starts with uh, Sergey's sword flies down, nearly chops uh, Strahd in two, uh, but the Lord raises his sword in time to leave an inch's gap between steel and skull. Sergey dips back, narrowly avoiding his brother's parrying dagger. Props himself up, tosses his own dagger into a reverse grip, tilting it, uh, tilting his short sword. Not really like a noble in a duel, but more like a teenager in a street fight. Uh, But Strahd kind of stands, Sergei's sloppy stance, scoffs, and a flurry of black cloth leads with a feint before swiping low with his dagger. The younger Von Zarovich is caught off guard, manages to catch his brother's arm, uh, batting the dagger away just as the point scratches his armor. Sergei hastily brings his blade around in a broad sweep and spins frantically towards his target. Strahd parries the obvious attack with ease, but it's all to mask the dagger that nearly finds the Elder's throat. Strat weaves and Sergei's whirling blades like a dancer twirling around their partner, pulling his neck back enough to avoid the fine steel edge and forcing his brother to overstep. He stands swiftly upright, his blade held straight and the point pressed gently to the base of Sergei's skull. They lower their weapons, they both bow, the crowd erupts, they're loving it. It's exactly what they wanted to see. Whoa. The brothers look yeah, exactly. Uh, <sighs> The Brothers look over the people, and Sergey waves enthusiastically an enormous smile he's having the time of his life just exuberant face, and hardly a drop of sweat breaks on his forehead. Strad, however, is drenched in sweat. he blots his face with a black kerchief, and he waves more out of obligation, and I'll have everybody make a perception check that one nat twenty okay okay twenty two Holly, oh, your your regular perception was better than my natural twenty perception. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, ro- I rolled high. So.
3: Well, I also get but a plus I've, one. So yeah,
2: <laughs> I've, seventeen I've... <laughs> perception. Yeah, it's okay. You're not very wise, Barry. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Uh, everyone but a volun who is maybe not paying as much attention to these two and maybe trying to find uh, someone else uh, does not notice this. But you do notice for just a moment. Uh, everyone else, Strad's. Uh, penetrating eyes kind of snap briefly in his brother's direction, cutting very obviously more harshly than his longsword. And in that moment, as the crowd erupts, the noise kind of filters out into white noise, and everything then goes silent as the color leaves and the mists surround you, and there is no form to be taken. And with a, maybe not a surprise, but you weren't paying close attention to it at this moment, uh, you do notice that the, uh, the coupled passage uh, writes itself in. It's a short one.
2: So okay, because this is we're like swirling. So we're back like in the moment we're reading the book, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. This is a void now. Okay, Just all misty. Just looks like a foggy room, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah. So last time I mended that blade of grass to see if that would spell work. Do I have that blade of grass still in my hands?
0: No, no, no. Okay, it would have it would have faded out to mist.
2: Just making sure. Testing. No, it's
0: a good Um, question, good
2: question. (laughs) Um, So turning to the book, um, I read out. He was handsome and youthful, and I hated him for both.
0: In another moment, the page flips, and you see the introductory passage to the next section.
2: Then all of my disparaging thoughts fell away like dead leaves, for she was, without doubt, The most beautiful light I'd ever seen.
0: And as you read that out, the mists start to collect again and pull up into these large columns or pillars and that spreads across a ceiling that then drops into three enormous chandeliers. They brilliantly illuminate a magnificent feast hall that is the room that they basically um, brought that you saw Sergei enter in before. Um, But that's been kind of reshuffled to be like a Party hall, sort of situation. Pillars of stone, yeah, I said that. Dull white marble. At the center of the far west wall between floor to, floor to ceiling mirrors, brass pipes climb the stone like grapevines. They extend upward from the wooden base of an expensive pipe organ. The grand fireplace set into the southern wall blankets the room in a homey warmth. You can see that there are numerous people here, just kind of like the exhibition match and the gathering before. Tons of people, noblemen. There's clearly like little pockets of people. I'll have everybody make a perception check to see who you would notice standing out in the crowd a little bit. 18. 10. 13.
2: 22 again.
0: Uh, Beatrice, you would notice people that are probably not as obvious in the crowd, but because you've seen them before and you know that they're of some importance, uh, you can kind of pick them out where maybe some other people wouldn't. Um, That would be uh, Alona Durovna who is like a just a human woman. Leo Delizna, who is a human man. And yeah, you would notice those two. They're kind of off talking uh, with each other at a table, just kind of looking around the group but not really making a big deal. And then Bear, you would next notice Alexandra Golim uh, and Saint Andrew Gabriel, who you've seen in a couple of visions now. They're both wearing um, nicer garb, uh, somewhat religiously bound. Definitely Andrel more than uh, uh She looks like she's probably wearing like non-armor. She She's like one of those types that's like, I need to be ready at any point. But I have armor specifically for the purpose of like, I'm going to a gathering, so no one will suspect that it's armor. Like that kind of thing. They are off just kind of with each other, but chatting to a few other people. And then uh Avalon would notice of course casimir and patrina who are twin dark elves they are close but not in the same group uh, and they're both talking to groups of people and then everyone for the most part would notice that strad was there uh rahadin is there and selena your eyes fixate and you don't notice many other people um because you're you're mostly immediately drawn to the fact that you see Sergei. And he's having the time of his life. He's just mingling. He's all kind of stuff. And there is a woman near him, next to him, and that looks just like you—spitting mirror image, Mm -hmm. not your Selena form, but your like born Irina form. You are free to move about the cabin.
3: Uh,
1: Selena, isn't isn't that you right there?
3: I'm literally just staring at her.
1: Did we all like see our people separately before we're like talking?
3: Yeah, that's
0: just kind of like who you gravitate to noticing first, and then given some time, obviously you can start to collect the greater room.
1: I'm like waving my hand in front of
0: Selena's face. I'm, oh. I'm
3: my, my jaw is just on the floor. <laughs> I I feel I'm like just I'm just, just like the fuck. Like I'm I literally just I'm like that's me, but I'm me, but that's me. But that's also isn't this like like way way long ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Salida, how old are you? No, no, that that's not me. But it but it is me. No, no, that yeah, that's you. But it's not me. I, I see you right there. But, but I'm, I'm well. I you're think right here one. though. Hold, hold no, on, and your your like, I'm, like, I'm, like, down, <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm like rubbing my temples while
1: y'all are talking. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna be straight up walking towards them and trying to start conversation. Them them who. Uh, Sergei and the Irina clone, the OG, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you don't yet know her name, I guess. Can I like fancily like snatch a goblet of a drink like that somebody probably has on a tray and just? it? Uh, yeah, up to there's them? like
0: plenty of serving people around. Yeah, um, I,
1: I take that. Yeah, I grab some narrative. like cheese, like some fancy cheese they might have, and just yeah, you're, like, like, you're
3: in your element right now.
2: This yeah. is yeah, like home yeah. for you. <laughs> Go Val, and do it.
1: Ah, my lord my lady and I like do a gentle bow tremendous battle that was pales in comparison to mine sergey notices
0: you coming up and your gesture of nobility uh and he will uh smile and go good evening good evening and he'll just like put a, a hand on your shoulder and like just kind of rock you a little bit and goes enjoying yourself I'm I'm glad that uh you feel welcome in, in the keep Oh yes, the drinks are
1: divine, the cheese, and I like have like a s like a like a little toothpick of cheese and I just take a bite and go, Mmm, exquisite. Where'd you get this? Oh I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> brother's in charge of all that. I'm not Oh, that's true, that's true. Strata is the big boss. He's a head on show. That was a good fight though. That was a good fight though. It pales in comparison to mine. I saw Patricia or Petrina, sorry, Petrina around earlier. I was hoping to talk to her a little bit too. But anyway, um it, may I have I don't I believe i know your name and i've gestured to the the woman
0: sergey uh before you can really even finish um speaking he'll he'll just kind of reach out his hand to shake yours because he now notices that this is like gonna be a conversation it's not mm-hmm. just like
1: yeah
0: roaming about and making your introductions you know so he'll lean in and he'll go um i'm i'm not quite certain that i know what you're talking about um are you talking about the the exhibition matches i mean those were." <laughs> months ago I feel like if we were going to talk about something it would have
1: yes well I'm afraid that was the last time I had seen you and your brother I'm my family hails from the sword coast it's been a while since I've been back here and I just wanted to be here to celebrate you know
0: oh no I understand that's a long way to travel especially in consistency
1: I know but I'm glad, you're here. Traveling I'm glad from time here. to time yes of course of yeah, course oh
0: I know that we're you know we've always been kind of on the move well I I, I was as a young boy and now they really keep us busy in the valley yeah but you oh, know it, sure. yeah, we try and keep it uh, light so i'm glad I'm glad you can make it
1: absolutely and
0: uh he will be kind of talking and just doing his thing and he kind of interrupts himself and goes i'm I'm so sorry uh and he he gestures a hand uh to the woman who is quite shy um she looks like she's just kind of holding a drink that she hasn't had the courage to actually take a sip of and he'll go i'm just completely forgot sorry so much going on it's just really really just happy to see everyone gathering in such uh joyous occasion but um Tatiana this is um my date for the evening
1: Tatiana is it
0: uh she will just kind of nod go I,
1: yes that's that's me well a pleasure my lady and i i bow again uh say- you
0: bow and it takes her a moment and then she goes and then you can see very clearly written on her face she goes shoot and then she like kind of curtsies
1: <laughs> i like noticing that i'm gonna be like oh sorry it's just a habit the formalities here and everything i'm sure you're i don't know where you hail from but there was a time where i was not used to such things and tends to leave my mind from time to time so don't worry about it don't worry about it.
0: Uh, she'll just kind of be like oh, yes thank you it's it's a whole other world up with you know noble folk
1: Ah, huh, is this your first time? first time around noble?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a lot. It's a lot. And uh, Sergey, who has now made boisterous conversation with like three other generic noble people that have walked up, basically breaks back into your conversation and uh, leans in and goes, "Tatiana, do you?" On a dude. And he looks and sees her drink isn't is still full. Why don't we um go get something to eat? Just kind of get your your spirit up. And she just kind of nervously like nods along, and he'll just kind of reach out to and goes, "Excuse us, please."
1: Of course, and I'm gonna stroll back to the group.
0: Yeah, in that time, is anyone else in the group doing anything? Uh, I guess just, just real quick during that interaction, where is Big Badass Boy?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. Yep.
0: Uh, everybody. Well, everybody that wasn't in that conversation. Um, make a perception check. Seventeen. Fifteen. Not a twenty-two. Twenty-three. Wow, okay. There it is. Um, <laughs>
3: you have my You would focus. be you would be the only
0: one <laughs> You would be the only one to notice, um, which tracks because as much as your gaze is fixated on her, uh, you key into other people in the room that seem interested in her. Pretty much only Strahd. He is making his rounds, he's being the very uh, straight-laced, cold host. Um, tons of people are coming up to talk to him, but you can clearly note that he's keeping an eye. He's just taking into account what's happening. As avalon moves on up to the group, uh, you can also notice that as uh, Sergey and Tatiana have broken away slightly and more people are kind of coming up to talk to them as you know they are or at least Sergey is of some importance. Uh, Strad will excuse himself from the large crowd that he was in and he is going to intercept that duo. But you're free to do what you like.
2: I want to
3: eavesdrop that. Yeah. 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 I was I about to, to like it. elbow be like, and be like, is there like, like go. food near them? Like, can I go grab food somewhere near them?
0: Uh, yeah. It's on route. It looks like there is um, kind of a side section of servers that taking trays and making routes through the room and then coming back to that centralized location. But people can go directly there and request something to eat. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll just like
1: circle up next to I the wanna... table and just be like, "Oh, we're talking about things."
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I give everybody cheese. <laughs> like I found a bunch of cheese, and I'm just like, "Yeah."
2: Oh, this is a delightful brie. It's been Guys, quite a few months.
1: We're on a job here. <laughs> well, on a job, so you have to look the pot bear. I like slap his cheese away. <laughs> oh, come on,
2: bear. Um,
3: does it does it taste good? Like, does it feel like I'm actually eating food? Yeah, it does. Does it does it feel substantial?
0: I mean, it feels like you're eating. It feels like cheese. As much as a small block of cheese would satiate you, I I don't know that there's like a measurable distant difference in hunger change.
3: But like, I mean, we've been here here for, we've been here for like, we went into this temple, we went through the door, we had our visions, we we did all this stuff, and now I'm maybe peckish. So maybe I would notice.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, it, it, it. In all senses of the way, it feels like you're eating some good cheese.
3: Come on, (laughs) Sabina.
1: Real cheese, miss cheese. It's all cheese.
3: I mean, if it's cheese, I'm eating it. So. Yeah, uh, so we're listening to the
2: conversation.
3: Mal yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no. well, just, he's satisfied with his interaction. He is eating cheese. Fancy
2: yeah. yeah. cheese more important. <laughs> what kind <laughs> of
1: cheese is it? Yes, yeah, so let's really go
0: into the cheese craft of <laughs> yeah. Barovia. Yeah, yes. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. This who's is the lore that uh, we've all been really Who's the cheese the maker? <laughs> What's the name of the cat?
3: Do you have the name of the pasture that this cheese came from? you know the farmer? Is he here tonight?
1: With the cows bred here on Strata estates, <laughs> <laughs> The the cheese is likely from...
2: Eric,
1: <laughs> you
3: don't have to, don't have to...
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, the cheese is likely from one of the large storied farms that is on the land of Kresk or what predated it to an extent. You don't know...
3: Before all those cows died. The,
0: everything. Yeah, and the lineage of those cows is now exterminated because you guys couldn't save them. So... <laughs>
3: We we, uh, got, anyway, there, we um, got there. We got after they were dead. Eric. A vintage <laughs> cheese. <laughs> that, don't put your don't put your guilt on me.
0: Don't I'm <laughs> just saying, who's the real bad guy here? A bunch of cows died. The fucking okay. dairy industry. Like, that's the culprit. That's whole yeah. Edge.
3: You know what? There's no death r- to big milk. Okay. There's no
0: dairy subsidy <laughs> in Barovia, and that's really where Strahd went wrong.
3: You yeah. Know? Okay. Anyway.
0: Bordegon <laughs> it's like. It was cheese all along. <laughs> like, <it> was, <laughs> I mean, one can only hope that he needed to go to the Amber Temple to find the secret of cheese.
3: One yes. can only hope that the future of Barovia <laughs> yeah. includes poly farming. But anyway,
0: <laughs> uh, the the semblance of the conversation that you gather uh, when Strahd does kind of intercept them is this isn't their first meeting. It seems like Strahd has made himself present yet distanced. To them throughout the night. So you're not like jumping at the beginning of the night. It's clear that people have kind of settled in for the most part, and he is just kind of going back in to check on them. And he is, for the most part, inquisitive of her and mostly directs his conversations at her and not in like a weird way. He's just comes across as genuinely curious. But the part where it like you start to feel the tension is when Sergey is clearly trying to speak for her and Strahd is like, getting annoyed and is like kind of holding his his temper but you can you can notice that he you know he, he gets annoyed with sergey and his presence in general classic brothers
2: what are they talking about
0: the major points that you would get at at this point in the night they probably would have already gone through the niceties of what is your name this and that whatever so strad is now as the night is going on becoming a little bit more inquisitive of her family what they do, where they're from, and it becomes apparent that she is the only daughter to a very, like, low-to-middle-class, just, like, uh, textile merchants that live uh, in Valaki. When Strahd starts to push into getting that information, he's really using it as a way to guide his questioning into like, how did you meet Sergei? He's setting the scene for being like, how did this come to be? How can I gauge this? What's going on here? And I'll have everybody roll insight as you're listening in. And because of the way that Sergei is speaking and the way that Strahd needs to hold a presence, neither of them is hiding. Like neither of them are whispering, hiding the conversation. It's not hard to hear. Um, But there's undercurrents of motivation, potentially, that you might have to key into. 19.
2: 13.
1: 11.
0: 20. Beatrice and Selena, you would notice that the underpinnings of Strahd's questioning at this point is actually kind of less about the question and more about undermining Sergei's person. Just as he kind of sets up a question to get to the next question... He's also setting questions to just kind of sow seeds of doubt in her about being like, eh, this is not really maybe where your best interest is, kind of.
1: How is she reacting to all this? Does she seem like bashful or or I guess just
3: like really shy? Yes.
0: Bashful, this is also easy to pick up on because she uh, is mostly floundering in the atmosphere of the entire thing. So she's not really focused on hiding anything and she's not good at it. So it's a little obvious to note that she is, yeah, mostly just shy, welcome to talk about life, but mostly uh, very entrenched in fitting in, like making sure that people are not uh, ostracizing her. She knows that she's not supposed to be here, and that's clear. She's anxious.
2: Does her voice sound the same as Selena's?
0: Technically speaking, no. Similar.
2: Just, just making sure. Okay.
1: That's, that's, all, that's all you gotta say? I mean, I'm kind of debating whether or not to go up there and see if I can glean more info, or potentially disrupt this dynamic in some way, but I don't feel like I should.
3: I want to go kick his ass.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Have some cheese.
3: I, Think about it. Uh, again, slap it away. I am not having the cheese. <laughs>
0: bear as you say as you say i want to go up there and kick his ass you hear a burly voiced man who has come up to the table next to you guys um you're not sure for how long and you just hear him say uh, whose ass are we kicking